0: Well, we are hurtling towards the end of 2022. I think the years definitely do pass more quickly as time goes on, but I reckon this has been an extra speedy one. I am Danny Vallant, host of Dirty Linen and The Producers, and I'm here with the whole Deep in the Weeds team, which is so exciting. Welcome, Anthony Huxter. Hello. And John Sussman. Howdy. And Shantae Whale. What's up? It is very (laughs) exciting to be in a room with you, and what a room it is. We are back. Back in the barbershop at the back of Red Lantern, I love this room. It's very atmospheric. I do feel like I'm in a bit of a man cave. So thank you for letting <laughs> us in here, Mark Jensen.
1: Oh, such a pleasure to have you here. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's quite a thrill. I feel like the walls are soaked with the secrets of men. Um, but I don't. This, honestly, I don't need to know yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know what they are at all. Um, we are here to. <laughs> we're, we're here to look forward to 2023. Three. It sounds like a. Sounds like it's going to be a big year. So let's just let's just um, talk about what we reckon is going to happen and what we wish was going to happen because they could be quite different things. Let's start with you, Mark. Like you're at the coalface here at Red Lantern. What do you What do you wish was going to happen and what do you think is actually going to happen?
2: Well, I think 2023 is going to be an awesome year, and I'm really looking forward to turning this house of creativity upside down and and back the front. So I'd love to really fire up the the barbershop, but also I feel really confident that we'll manage to get lots of staff in-house, especially in the kitchen, to really fire the restaurant and propel that forward as well
0: amazing so your predictions and hopes are the same they're aligned
2: pretty much they're aligned i
0: mean that is optimism i love it
2: yeah i've I've got to do it i believe in it (laughs) (laughs) you have to believe yeah you have to sell the story to yourself right
0: it's so true because i mean i guess you know part of hospitality and and staffing it is selling the story isn't it it is getting people excited about what you're doing so yeah i believe in your story as well thank you what about you huck
2: Well, I've been um, consulting on this huge sort of market project in Canberra um, for a period of time and talking to food providers and restaurateurs and everything nationally. And the one thing that I've noticed at the tail end of this year is, you know, that running fast to Christmas, but an optimism and kind of um, feeling like we're letting go of something. Mm. And I feel like next year, you know, there'll probably be a few hurdles, but I feel like next year we'll sort it out a little bit that there's kind of this optimism i mean mark just oozed it then you know mm-hmm. like that, that uh, that'll that bring that positive energy into it you know and i think there'll be um, more opportunities and I, I think next year is going to be really good a for getting hospitality back on track but for all of us i think all of us are kind of letting go and you know in in uh, taking inspiration from mark that's sort of what i'd like to see happen like i've been hurtling fast towards very very busy towards christmas this year with too many projects but just remembering to breathe like i'm what i really want to do next year is find space so that when i do things i put everything into them mm. and i think i'll have a better result and i think i think generally people are sort of feeling that way and hopefully people remember to breathe and you know catch their breath, and then put everything into whatever they are doing, and there'll be better outcomes across the board.
0: Yeah, and then to be able to um, take stock and celebrate those achievements along the way as well, Absolutely. when you're not just, like, ticking something off the list and rushing to the next.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
0: Think- Hard
2: to manage, but I think if you can try and make it happen, I think it's
0: yeah vital. Well, I, I hope that you're... Hope is on track and is, we realise was a successful prediction or something like that. John Sussman, host of the Incredible Fishtails podcast, what do you reckon?
1: What do I reckon about 23? What do I hope for? I hope to see maybe the slowing down. The, like at the moment, everything seems yeah. to be over-revving. Um, you know, the, the whole caviar on chicken wing thing and all that sort of stuff I think is, is you know, sort of reflective of the over-revving nature of, yeah. of things. I think it's going to sort of, we're going to see things soften. There's no question about it. Interest rates, a lot of the stripy shirt and cuff link boys from the city just won't have the money to to drink large format bottles of Burgundy on a Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, that's, well, that's going to be a reality. So I, I think that with that will come some stability back into the market. Um, and my prediction is there's going to be a renaissance of appreciation for how special wild Australian fish is. And we're going to see more chefs become more comfortable with using more different species mm. yeah. across their uh, across so their menus yeah yeah, yeah. We'll bring that on
0: yeah and diners are going to be adventurous and they will welcome that as well
1: yeah with great wait staff tableside telling them and informing them exactly
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah please a, a wonderful ecosystem uh, Shante Whale host of the incredible over a glass podcast what do you reckon um, I'm hoping and wishing for more sleep I highly doubt it's <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: not going to happen you've had a child sorry it's over Damn see it. you in it's 20 done. years <laughs> <laughs> so I
0: keep hearing um, but I think I hope that you know we are a little bit more thoughtful about and grateful for what we have in Australia like you said and so maybe you know perhaps visiting your grocery store where you've got one-stop shop maybe we're thinking a little bit more about how we support our local communities and Mm -hmm. keep them afloat um i think we're going to see a lot more um of attention on alternate varieties and wine and people getting a little bit more um you know empowered to kind of try something rather than just the norm so i think we'll see um a lot more kind of interesting varieties come out and people drinking uh different cocktails different gins but yeah I'm I'm looking forward to a new year of of people feeling more confident and uh, and making informed decisions yeah Yeah, I love that Danny
2: no one has their finger on the pulse more than you in this country in regards to food (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to this prediction and
0: Wow, so much pressure, and I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> but I do love um, exploring the food industry and find it endlessly interesting. What do I reckon? I don't know. I think something that really struck me in 2022 was how the the food world is quite siloed. So I think there are you know producers quite separate from consumers. People like I was in a I was on a panel recently talking nutritionists, and they were speaking mm. of themselves as the food world, and I was like, oh, I thought. We were the food world. I thought hospitality was the food world. And then there's food journalism. So uh, what I would like to see is more connections between all those different silos that deal with Mm. getting food onto plates and nourishing a community. So I would like to see sort of a more thoughtful... Uh, more thought going into how we can connect those worlds, um, and just yeah, I suppose what I uh, also predict is people. I think we've we've had a consciousness raising around supply chains and around you know that we don't always have things on the shelves twenty four seven. So I think there there will continue to be. Uh, a sort of a, an appreciation of what that might mean, whether it's using a different ingredient, perhaps being less um, abstract in meal planning in the home, where it's mm. more like going to markets and being driven by what you can actually find there, rather than heading off with a shopping list that's you know etched in stone. Mm. So uh, you know, I think if that if that sensibility could be then expanded to the restaurant world, where people are more adventurous with menus and they don't just need the the pork belly and the kingfish and the whatever it is, yeah. then I think that would be uh, really excellent. So overall, I think it is gonna be a great year. I think 2022 has been a, just like a super speedy, mm. crazy race. I'm not sure where we think we've been heading, but apparently <laughs> to 2023. <laughs> um, yeah, I, lastly, I reckon it would be great just to talk about the podcasts that we all do and about the Deep in the Weeds network. Mm. Um, Anthony, what are you sort of hoping and seeing for in podcast land?
2: Well, it's first of all, it's been staggering the you know what we've managed to build with all of you guys and the efforts that you guys do is extraordinary. Like we've just tapped into something that I th- I think didn't exist, and you know you guys have just been incredible, you know, in your, in the various podcasts. Um, and I, I just I, I think that you'll see a few things from us next year. I'm a bit hesitant to give anything away, but there's a couple of things in the pipeline. Um, and you know rob's been busy working away in, in the background and we've got the well, we've got the wheels turning on a couple of things that aren't just um in your ears so to speak
0: wow well um very intriguing for <laughs> all of our listeners no doubt um yeah what do we say not watch this space but listen to this space and all yep. will be revealed but um yeah i um wish each of you a wonderful 2023. It's been amazing to connect with you in all the different ways that we have. Uh, thank you for gathering in person today to yeah sing in the new year.
2: Amazing. Have a great new year everyone. Hip hip. Yeah. <laughs>